We what is up, brothers and sisters? Welcome to the Mitch Gray Show. Um, I'm really, really, re I say this every single episode, but I'm excited about the episode because it's, I am, <laughs> it's the truth. Um, I've told you a few episodes ago that my goal for this year is to only do shows with guests, and we are continuing that today. And um, I have someone on the show that I've kind of known for a while, probably 10 years, but don't really know her at all. And I love that. So Miss Christy Couture is on our show today. Welcome, Christy. Hi, Mitch. Thank you for having me on. You're welcome. How are you? Are you, are you healthy? Let me ask you that first of all. With the So for those that are going to be listening to this show in five years, we have to put this on record, right? Mm -hmm. We are in a worldwide pandemic, and so we're all taking care of each other. We're taking care of ourselves. So are you and your family healthy? That's the first question. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, we're, my family and I are really healthy. As a matter of fact, before this show, I mean, we run every day. It, it doesn't show. I, I actually haven't lost any weight, but we run every day a mile around our block. Um, and we don't ever see anybody else outside. So we don't really touch it. Uh, we don't really get close to anybody. Um, but I do have to admit something. Um, you know, we go to the grocery store you know, a little bit rarely, you know, maybe once a week or something. But when I go to the store and I see people with those masks on, yes. I mean, I, I, I know that it's needed. And I know it's important and imperative, but it freaks me out a bit. You know, I get nightmares. I really do. And I feel kind of silly saying that. Yeah, it's very different, isn't it? Um, I have yeah. to say when I don't wear my mask often, I usually wear my gloves. But mm -hmm. I have to say it's, you know, we just live in this culture that I think is so focused on outer appearance and we're just mm -hmm. not used to those types of things that mm -hmm. it does kind of make you feel a little bit uncomfortable. It's kind of an interesting, I think if we lived in a culture where we saw more um, outer appearances like that, it would be a little mm -hmm. different, but I'm kind of the same. And I, I know a lot of friends are too. I hear people that wear their masks, they're like, oh, I felt like a robber today going into the grocery store. And it's, <laughs> it is, it's kind of this strange place and time that we're in. Yeah, it is. But we're living through it and uh, we're staying healthy and, and yeah. Good. Well, thank you for being on the show. Um, this is uh, awesome. I know you've got some really cool stuff to talk about. Um, before I forget, make sure everyone, if you're watching this on video, you can see at the bottom of the screen to follow Christy uh, on Instagram and Facebook at React Republic. If you're listening to us via audio, that's React, R-E-A-C-T, Republic, just like it sounds on Instagram and Facebook. Give her a follow. Um, Christy has started a new company, um, kind of out of necessity over the last um, little season, few seasons of life. And she is doing, uh, working really hard to build her company. And Christy's expertise is in social media. But before we get to that, um, Christy, tell us a little bit about yourself, kind of a little bit about your journey and, um, and kind of where you're at now. Oh, uh, it's been an interesting journey. I'll, I'll tell you what, um, I'm not even sure exactly where to start, but I mean, I guess I could start with React Republic and, and just kind of sort of apologize to anybody who, who follows right now. And I know it's a little barren, but I just barely started this company. You can also follow me on uh, my personal social media if you'd like to kind of be ambiently aware of what I'm thinking um, at Christy Couture, just like it's uh, um, it sounds. But 
uh, in September, I lost my job and I lost it rather unexpectedly. Um, to this day, I, you know, I, I do have to admit I hold a little bit of resentment in my heart because I wasn't given a, a reason as to why I was let go. And, you know, I, I, I felt very vulnerable um, at the time and I was crying and I was like, why? Yes, <laughs> why am I yes. getting let go? But, you know, I, I, I felt bad for about a week. And then I realized, you know, I really have to do something. Yes. And I have to focus. And uh, I guess React Republic was just something I had in the back of my mind for a long time. I never bit the bullet and actually did it because I, I didn't want to deal with all the taxes and all of the registration and paperwork of starting your own business and becoming a, a solopreneur. And I just wanted to work for someone else. Come in at nine, check out at five, get my paycheck. Um, and I guess to a certain degree, I had a shift in, 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 uh, in philosophy about that. And I, I am definitely making ends meet right now. We have a full roster of clients right now. Um, we focus all of our time on our clients, but you know, I'm working for myself and I don't have to worry about someone, you know, maybe not having a personal, you know, ideation about me. I, I don't have to worry about any of that because my partner and I, we just focus on our work. We keep our clients happy and we go out and look for more work. Yeah, so it's it's really nice. Um, but I can tell you, I mean, it, it's it's definitely been, um, it's definitely been a journey. Journey, um, and I'm kind of thinking about maybe writing a blog post or something like yes. that, so that you know, other people that are trying to start something similar to what I'm doing kind of know and have a checklist of like what to do, especially in Texas. There's just so much red tape. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the greatest fear. You know, one, one, one conversation I love having with people is when they tell me, Mitch, I've always dreamed of doing whatever. And mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, so what are you doing? And mm -hmm. oftentimes their next statement is, I, I'm scared. I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, the, the, the in-between-the-lines story of what you just shared is what all of us feel when we're starting companies, starting businesses, is you just have to go. You mm -hmm. just have to go. You have to create momentum. You have to work through those things because there Absolutely. is there's red tape, there's taxes, there's certifications, there's all this stuff. But you just have to go. And that's what I tell people constantly. And so that is a beautiful story. Um, mm -hmm. I, I can empathize with you on what it's like to lose a job. And I know yeah. many of many people can, many of our listeners can. Gosh, it's just so uh, disheartening to experience the fact that someone holds power over you. Because yeah. you don't really think about that in everyday life. You don't think about yeah. who holds power. In fact, we think we have all the power until you lose a job. And then you're like, oh my gosh, I don't have a lot of power in my life. Yeah. And what you've told is it's invigorating to receive that and to reflect on that and go no more, especially as a female. It's so empowering to watch, um, watch people, watch females, watch um, people that are like, no, I'm taking this on for myself. And that yeah. is a beautiful thing. Yeah. So how has that experience been? So you went through that shift in mindset, you bit the bullet and started a company. How has that experience been? 
Wow. Um, so it's it's interesting uh, now, especially with the quarantine and, and all of the terrible things that are happening, because my husband, he's uh, he's a real estate agent, but he's all, his number one job was to be a salesperson at Indian Motorcycles. See, I'm, oh, I've wow. got the, the okay. cup here. <laughs> uh, um, so uh, he was a salesperson at Indian Motorcycles, and uh, because it was non-essential, they closed the dealership down, uh, at least during this, this uh, quarantine, which has now been extended to May 17th. Um, so as a result, um, I'm the only one that's kind of working right now, you know, and so now this this thing that I, I never thought I would do, React Republic, now it's becoming like our way of, of surviving, right? And we're doing pretty good. My, my husband also, he gets unemployment because it's uh, it was a layoff and, you know, everything that's happening in the news right now. So so it's it's become, it, it's gone from being an idea and being something out of, you know, just necessity to now really being you know, our, our way of life. So every day I come into my office, I work, I go back out. I, I do a lot of gardening too. So I'll go out and do some gardening. I'll spend some time with my family. And it, and it is really nice to be able to work from home. Yes. Um, I think you can agree with me on that. Um, but it's been a good uh, experience. I think at this point now, though, it's time for us to start promoting ourselves. Yes. Um, all of the business that we've ever gotten or all the, the clients that we have now, they're clients that I've worked with in the past or they've been referred to by word of mouth, um, you know, because I've, I've worked for a lot of companies here in El Paso right. and I've done a lot of workshops, like live workshops. So there's, there's definitely a lot of folks that uh, know about me in like the nonprofit and small business world here. But I don't really do a good job at like promoting myself per se or, um, you know, and, and it's kind of ironic and I need to get out of that headspace. But I mean, Mitch, you know, I was a little weird about, you know, even being on video today right. and I need to just get out of that. You know, I just need to, to because there there is a project that I would love to do. I want to do this IGTV um, series. And I have all my equipment. I've got that black backdrop back there. Right. And I just tomorrow it'll be tomorrow will be the day. Yeah. Next week yeah. will be the time, you know. So I just need to myself get out of that so that I can better represent React Republic and create more content for us. Well, you're doing great, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> so nice job. I'm glad you're stretching your boundaries. Um you know, the idea that really has, uh, and, and I've always been one that I, I love being in front of people in front of camera. That's never been an issue. Uh, the, the challenge with me always is, is stopping what I'm doing to remember to, uh, to, to, to record it or say it. Uh -huh. or, like I'll be in a meeting and someone will be like, what you just said, you need to write about that. And I don't think about it. I just do it. And so uh, my challenge is always, stopping enough to actually do stuff. And I will tell you, um, IGTV is great, by the way. I use it quite a bit. Um, of course, you know, YouTube is where it's at as well, um, which I'm sure you guys use that also. But the idea that has really helped motivate me over the last couple of years is this idea of practice. We, we live in a culture that we're kind of automatic thinkers about getting things perfected rather than just practicing it. 
And so that's really helped me a lot to be like, I'm not doing something to perfect it. I'm just doing something to practice it. And people mm -hmm. love seeing that process. Mm -hmm. And so maybe that'll help inspire you to be like, screw it. Today I'm doing an IGTV video and it's not going to be perfect, but I'm going to say what I want to say. And that's a really beautiful thing. So yes, we're all supporting you. And we're Same. all going to follow you. Uh, we're all going to follow React Republic so we can see the cool stuff that's coming. So talk to me a little bit about um, you had this real change in life where you had to not only change professions and start from the ground up, but you really had to change perspective. Mm -hmm. Now you're no longer, you know, you said you said something earlier that um, you enjoyed working for other people. Being, mm -hmm. being an entrepreneur, for those that don't know, being an entrepreneur and working for someone else are two totally different worlds. What has been the greatest challenge in that transition for you? Hmm. Um, I think the greatest transition is, it's a positive one, um, but it's understanding that I, I suppose I work on my own time or I work on my own um, workflow. And what I mean by that is like, I let me give you an example. So a lot of people, when they do algebra, for example, they follow a formula, they follow the steps, and they do the algebra the way that it has been taught to them in that book or the way that it's um, shown in the book. Right. Me, I've always been the type of person that I'll get to the answer, but I won't do it the way that the book has taught me to do it, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, yep. uh, and, and, and that's exactly me and, and my uh, philosophy on a lot of things and the way that I do a lot of things. So um, I will get the results, but I'll do it in a specific way. And at the end of the day, the client is extremely happy with the work that I've done, but it's not in the way that maybe somebody else would do it, right? So I think what I'm trying to say here is that um, what I enjoy the most about this is being able to do things my way, the way that I teach others to do it, and getting the results out of it. At the end of the day, that's what matters is the results, right? Um, so yeah, so that's that's really been the biggest change and what I enjoy the most is being able to to do things my way. <laughs> Yeah, let's call that empowerment, right? Yeah to, yeah. to be empowered to say, I'm setting the boundaries, I'm setting the rules, now let's go. Um, yeah. Yeah, that, what, what has been the biggest um, excitement that you've had about now being an entrepreneur, building a new company, working with clients? What, what has been your biggest, like, ah, yeah, that just gets me going. What, what does that look like? Um being able to maybe beat my competitors i know that's <laughs> that that's yeah. not a very positive very <laughs> okay. answer uh but you know being able to continue doing uh getting more clients and 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 without a shred of um honestly self-marketing like right. i like i mentioned a few minutes ago i have not done any self-marketing quite yet um, but being able to continuously get clients and get people asking me or messaging me, hey, I, you know, I know that you do social media for so and so. So I think that's what makes me excited is that it continues to grow on its own. And I haven't done a single bit. I mean, I'm, I'm now in the quarantine. My partner and I have kind of talked about it and like, OK, let's go ahead and post this. Let's work on creating that. Let's work on our demo reel. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, to work on things like that. Um, and but before before the quarantine, I mean, we weren't doing really a whole lot of this, and we were still getting business. So I can only imagine that once we can once we start putting more content out for ourselves, um, that we might even get more business. So um, that makes me really happy, and that makes me excited. It makes me want to create more content. Makes me want to, and I think that once the content actually gets published and we start seeing really great um, response to that, then it'll just motivate me to create more content. You know what I mean? I uh, just don't want to overextend myself and, and uh, create more content for myself than I'm creating for my clients. So I right. think that's always a good a good pause there. Um, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting. I, I can definitely relate to not marketing yourself. I, in fact, I was on a, on a call with a friend the other day and we were talking about um, marketing and and how to get ourselves out there. Um, it's I have to play this mind Jedi trick for myself and be like, no, no, no. I'm just telling the story of what my life is, you know, where my life is. I'm just sharing with people what's happening. The other thing that's really helped myself as well, another mind Jedi trick is um, no one else is going to tell the world about what I'm doing. Like no one else carries that burden of responsibility. And so when I kind of look at it that way, it's like if I really want to make an impact in the world, if I really want to grow business, then it's up to me to tell the story of what's happening. Um, And so I'm in the middle of practicing that because I'm not very good at it. Um, I kind of grew up in a very, quote, humble uh, culture that you didn't talk about yourself, you didn't brag about yourself. And for some reason, when we're influenced by that culture as young as children, it influences our ability to tell the story of what's happening as adults. And uh, but there's 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 power in story and there's power in impact. And so, yeah, it's not an easy thing, though, to twist. You know, it's easy for us to talk about other people. It's easy for me to promote you. But then when it comes to promoting self, it becomes this weird game. So, yeah, right. It, it feels kind of weird, you know, uh, but at the same time, it's just a different medium. And honestly, listening to you, you're empowering me right now just to go out there and do it. Just do it. I believe in you. You can do it. I believe in you. <laughs> That's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. And if you're listening to us and you feel empowered right now to do something really awesome, share it with us. We want to know. We're building a community of believers and and of people that support each other. So, okay, I'm interested in getting toward the social media side of things, and I want to hear your thoughts and your ideas and where that's headed. Um, I told you before this call, I'm not great at, like a lot of people are like, Mitch, you're so good at social media. I'm like, look, I do the bare minimum <laughs> to make sure that people know I exist. I could do so much more, and I'm working on that as well. Um so you, we've both lived through the age of when social media didn't exist mm-hmm. to where it became the all existing presence. Right. Um, how, what kind of power do you think social media has, number one? And where do you think social media is headed, number two? Well, uh, that that's actually a very interesting question because... Um, I think we we discussed right before the show that when social media first started becoming a big thing, like around maybe the 2010, 2011-ish, Twitter was a big deal, right? Twitter, everybody was on Twitter, everybody shared their life, everybody, you know, it was that, like I mentioned, constant stream of consciousness, right? Um, 
and people made friends that way, very real friends. And there were tweet ups and there were all sorts of other types of meetups, uh, hobby meetups, things like that. And because of Twitter, um, other networks started expanding and creating features that were designed to make friendships and, 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 and things like that. But it didn't quite work out that same way. Right. right. If anything, um, to a certain degree, it's it's left many people a little bit more physically isolated. Yeah. Right. Like even on Snapchat now, if you if you use Snapchat, you'll see that there's like a map where you could see digitally where your friends are, but that doesn't mean that you actually go where your friends are, <laughs> right, you know? Right. You know? Um, and Facebook um, has really expanded on their groups feature, and having a Facebook group is a, is a, is a thing now. It's, it's a, especially in 2020, it's one of the ways that you can really market your, uh, whatever services you're offering, or you know, also create a, a network of like-minded people. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you physically meet up with these people, right? Um, so I think that's where the change has happened in the last 10 years, is that um, it did go from you know, becoming a way where people could meet up and maybe um, spend some time together in the physical world, in the meet space, as we call it. Right, right. right. <laughs> and now it's more of an isolated, hey, you know, I can connect with somebody in Wisconsin that maybe does social media for a living and we can throw back and f- throw ideas back and forth. And that's really valuable in itself. I'm not saying it's not, but uh, chances are I'll never meet that person. Right. Um, I think that where it's going, AI is definitely, I mean, people have been talking about it for a long time, not really sure what the AI applications would be, how it, how it's going to, you know, pan out. But, you know, with, with bots and with a lot of automated marketing, even automated blogging, automated everything, you know, automated social media, automated content creation, all of that, um, I think that that's, It'd be interesting to see where that goes. I know that there's some people um, who can afford to have an Oculus. An Oculus is a virtual reality sort of headset that you can use for Facebook. I have heard that, for and, and it's also very pricey, um, depending on the system that you get, you can get a whole like room size system for it, or you can just have the VR headset. Um, I've heard that people are making friends on there, kind of like, uh, you know, how you would in in, uh, in the real world. So you basically pick an avatar for yourself and you kind of, you know, you go into this virtual world that Facebook has created or that other users create. And I've heard that, you know, people are making good friends there. Um, in fact, if you look on YouTube, I believe it was Sebastian Ingrosso. He's a DJ. I believe it was him. It might have been another DJ, so I apologize. But I, he went, he went, he used his avatar. He went online and he interviewed uh, one of his fans. I guess it was a uh, like a like a, a contest, and this fan won. And he sat down and had a conversation with her, and he recorded it and. Like, it was just so beautiful. You can find the interview on, on YouTube. Um, and, I mean, that that's kind of a testament to how maybe things will kind of turn around a bit. It's a little ironic because they didn't see each other face-to-face. Right. But she it was a very emotional 
interview for her and he was able to record it. He was able to share it with the world. And uh, I know that AI is definitely going to be a bigger part of our lives on a daily basis, uh, without a doubt. Um, I just don't know how that application will right. will see itself. Right. 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 Yeah, it's interesting, right? Because I think everyone would agree the greatest sense of presence and communication is what I call flesh and blood. Yeah. Right? It's meeting together face to face. And and we've all seen the pattern of social media over the years where it has isolated people, you know, and, and, right. and whether that's watching the studies of, you know, when you go to a restaurant and 15 years ago, no one was on their phone and now all of a sudden mm -hmm. no one's talking to each other. And right. so it's like, but then you can see the innovators are trying to figure out how to almost expand the presence of humanity through things like what you're talking about, AI yeah. and those types. And so it's almost like, okay, so how are we going to use all of this to better humanity rather than mm -hmm. continually isolate humanity? And I, and I think if we're, we're talking about the pandemic we're in right now, basically everyone's quarantined and it's like, okay, there's always this balance of pros and cons of yes. good and bad. And obviously the con to something that we're going through now are people being hurt, losing their lives, obviously. The mm -hmm. next level of, of downside to this would be people losing jobs, like what you mm -hmm. know we've talked about. Um, but the pros, the positives are like, it's literally forcing families to interact. I mean, I don't know how many people I've heard comment or see posts. They're like, I didn't know my kids did all this stuff. I didn't know that, you know, they're like, they're being forced to actually live with the people they live with. Yeah. And that's such an interesting process. And I hope, I kind of have the saying, the innovators are going to thrive after all of mm -hmm. this. The traditionalists are the ones mm -hmm. that are going to suffer. And mm -hmm. so it's this idea, whether it's social media or a new way of living or whatever it is, it's like, okay, how are we going to impact humanity for the good and bring mm -hmm. experiences to a next level. And that's such an interesting thing to entertain when it comes to social media. Right, and there's constantly new ways of interacting with the social media networks that we currently use. Like uh, LinkedIn's a little behind the curve than the other uh, networks, but they're finding ways of uh, innovating, right. you know, whether it's through their advertising or whether it's through, um, you know, new video uh, options. Uh, Snapchat, my son just told me the other day that there's a new app from Snapchat. Oh, gosh, I forgot what the name is. He just told me yesterday. I think it's called LOL or something like that. I, I, I don't remember, but Snapchat does have a new app out um you know uh tiktok i mean lots, lots of people are are spending time on tiktok and and uh doing funny things on there you know so so there's constant new, a new way to interact and to be genuine with your audience or to make new friends but at the end of the day like uh i think being a social media professional and i have uh, heard this from other social media professionals that I interact with here in El Paso and even online is that I think they all feel very similar about social media and, and the feeling is this is that um, it's like I love hate relationship yes. to a certain degree yes. uh, we understand that this is what our profession is and we need to help our clients be their best selves on social media but on a personal level um, like I turn off the phone in the evening, right. you know, I turn it off, maybe I'll turn it back on at some time later in the night and scroll mindlessly through imager or whatever, 
It's my that's my favorite network, by the way. <laughs> right. Uh, um, but uh, we try to spend time doing other things that ground us. So for me, my my son's a Boy Scout. And so we also do a lot of hiking and camping and stuff like that around New Mexico um, and uh, West Texas. Uh, I love to garden. We're working on um, uh, renovating a little house behind our house to turn it into an Airbnb that'll hopefully be rented out at some point once this whole pandemic is cleared. Um, You know, we try to do other things that, that make our souls happy, yes. you know, because the constant bombardment of social media on a personal level can be a little draining. Yes. But at the same time, it's such an it's such a powerful tool for self promotion, for business promotion, um, to get new eyes on knowing who you are and what your business does. So it it's important to have that balance, and I think that goes the same for for everything in life, right? Yes. Have a balance. Yes, yes, yeah. That's exactly right. It's almost like too much of anything is not good. Yeah, it doesn't matter what it is. And so um, you said something there that I kind of want to dive into uh, dive into something else uh, right quick. And that is um, that, that social media can be such a powerful tool for businesses, for anyone, really. Mm-hmm. But that was a statement. If you're um, if, if someone who owns a business, myself, anyone else came to you and said, Christy, what is the number one thing I need to know about social media in relation to my business? Mm-hmm. What's the number one thing? You can only give them one right now because I don't want you to give away all your advice because we want people to uh, come use your business for the rest of the advice. <laughs> so oh. you can only give one right now. <laughs> Darn. Okay. Because um, I, I, it's it's interesting because I just told you how I feel about social media. But then once you ask me a social media question, I could go on and on about it. <laughs> Um, I think the most important thing about social media is to understand that it does not belong to you. So um, what, what I mean by that is that Facebook could shut down tomorrow and all the pictures that you've ever posted on social media, on Facebook, excuse me, will be gone. All the posts that you've ever posted, all the likes you've ever liked, all the pages you've ever followed, that's gone. Just pretend that Facebook is gone tomorrow, you know, um, or any network. Uh Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, all of that content is gone. So um, I think it's important and healthy to have a mindset that it's just an avenue to uh, any social media network is an avenue to expand your reach, but it shouldn't be seen as your save all. And um, what I always and and I do WordPress implementations as well so what I always tell my clients is it's important for you to have a home base that belongs to you and your website will always belong to you you can take it from place to place you can take it from host to host you can export it you can back it up you can throw a bomb and blow it all up (laughs) if you wanted to and start from scratch Um, but your website will always belong to you and um your social media should complement that. Your whatever content you have on your website, uh, you know, promote each page on your social media. Not every day, but you know, promote your website, promote your services, your offerings, whatever content you create for social media. Find a way to repurpose that content and use it on your website for your blog, for a podcast, for example. You know, for whatever. You know, just. Don't rely on one network because you never know when it might not work. And especially with all these networks 
going through constant change. Right. They're always upgrading their servers. They're making changes to what they offer on the app. What that means to the non-techie folks is that they are making um, serious changes to their server, their code, things like that. And sometimes that brings the network completely down. Right. And I know we've experienced that many times. Like Facebook is down for a whole morning and people are going crazy, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yes, yes. Uh, so one day there's going to be a time where they're going to make a big change and it's going to bring the whole network down and there's a possibility that some of that content won't come back, right. you know, and there's nothing that can be done about that. So, um, so yeah, so just diversify your offerings and think of your, your own headquarters uh, and, and spend a lot of time on your own headquarters, which should be your website. So you talked about um, the what being expanding your customer base, expanding mm -hmm. opportunity. What would be the number one why? So if the what of social media is expansion, what mm -hmm. would be the number first for a company saying, we haven't done much social media, we're looking to get into it a little bit. The what's expansion, what's the why? The why, because you can target, for most networks nowadays, you can target a pretty qualified audience on Facebook, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, Google, Google ads, um, you can find people who would be interested in your product, but don't know anything about you yet, right? And you can not only focus on your local area, like in El Paso, where I'm at, uh, but you can focus on your region, you can expand that to like, in my example, to Las Cruces, to Marfa, to West Texas, all of those areas. Uh, or you can it, focus on your whole state. So basically, you can set a parameter of who would potentially be interested in your product or your business. And you can expand uh, that target audience to a more regional audience. And so the why is because you want to introduce your brand to people that don't know about you yet, but would definitely be interested in what you've got to offer. Yeah. Yeah. So it's almost like expansion and expanding. <laughs> yeah, I love that, though, because I think people, especially in business, especially businesses that are like, look, we've never done this before. And you run into that all the time. I'm sure you do specifically. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. businesses are like, yeah, sure, we have a Facebook, but we don't know how to use it. And mm -hmm. I love the idea of all you're using it for is marketing and impact. That's what you're using it for. Because when you use the word marketing, all of a sudden they're like, oh, yeah, we advertise in the local paper. Mm -hmm. You know, and then it's like, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, great job in 1982. But now we're in 2020 and it's a different world. So, yes, I love that. I love that. I love that. Um, what else would you say to folks? Because I still, and I know a lot of it is the city that I live in. Mm -hmm. But I still run into business owners constantly who literally have a fear of social media. And it's like, mm -hmm. I don't know about that. What would you say to ease, you know, if you were like, okay, business owner, you've never done social media. You've, you've heard all the kids talk about it and mm -hmm. you know, that's where you need to go. What's one thing you would say to them to, to a ease their mind a little bit put them at mm -hmm. ease some on, mm -hmm. Hey, you can use social media. Mm -hmm. And then, and then, and then what, what introductory platform would you say, okay, let's start here and then maybe we'll expand from there. Oh, uh, that, 
That's a unique question because it depends on the business. But um, I would say that most people nowadays, okay, the, 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 the fastest growing demographic right now, right now are millennials. Yes. They, they, they are. Uh, and so most millennials are on social media in one way for, or another. That's not to say that they're slowly starting to abandon certain networks, right. but right. they're still on social media one way or another. It's just a part of the millennial lifestyle, right? So what I would say to, to those folks, those people that might have some hesitancy into getting into social media is that depending on what your business is, let's say that you're an antique shop, okay? Um, I would say a good network to get on um, that might not necessarily be perceived as a social media network, but it is, is uh, Etsy would be one good network to get on. I know it's a marketplace, but um, in many ways they're social, they're, they're creating a social media network out of it. And maybe Instagram to kind of complement that, right. you know. Um, another important thing to know is that when you do get on social media, you can do your darndest and continue to stay um, active and relevant on it. But the next level is to put a little bit of money on your posts right. because social media is heavily saturated and there is a high chance that the your 200 followers, let's say 200 followers right. or 500 followers or whatever, a very small percentage of, of your followers are actually seeing your posts. So even if you put a dollar a day or $5 a day or you put you know $50 for the entire month, a little bit goes a long way. Right. Um, so for a small business owner, I think it's important to first take a look at your offerings and then get on the network that is most conducive to your offerings. Like for example, I, I like the example that I gave you for Etsy and Instagram, their, uh, that vintage shop owner uh, is gonna reach a huge audience of people who love antiques, who, um, and that's very much a trend right now. You know, it might not be uh, in other cities, but it's certainly a huge trend in, in most sure, cities. People yes. love thrifting, love vintage, love things like that. And so you're expanding your marketplace to other cities, other places where people would love what you have to offer. Even if you're in your, and the thing is, is another thing to realize is in a small town, especially people take for granted what they have. Um, and what I mean by that is that uh, you might pass by the same antique store every day and you might not even go into that antique store for another year. Um, but when you're online, and so that, that antique shop owner isn't gonna see your face for another year, right? Let, we've established that. But online, that antique shop owner is gonna see dozens of faces coming and browsing what they have to offer from all sorts of different states and, and places around the world, depending on where they ship to. So um, there's a big difference in that, you know, and I, I can attest to that. Like I, you know, not just an antique shop, but a restaurant, you know, I might not visit a restaurant for, for months, but now that, now that I'm in quarantine, right. that's, 
I want to go visit that restaurant, you know. Um, so we often take for granted what we see every day. Um, but when you're online, you're introducing yourself for the first time to people who are actually interested in what you have to offer. I guess that's that that could be a parallel to like dating websites too, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, but I think I think what you're identifying is the philosophy is the philosophy. The formula mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily change. All you're doing is removing what that formula represents. And I love what you just said when you said um, you're introducing yourself to that person for the first time. Mm -hmm. And that's really what any business is looking for. They're all looking to expand revenue. It doesn't matter what size, if you're a mom and pop gas station shop or if you're a Fortune 500 company. You're wanting mm -hmm. to expand revenue, and the only way to expand revenue is to expand the impact that you have and the footprint that you have. What does uh -huh. that mean? It means introducing yourself to people for the first time. And mm -hmm. social media and the World Wide Web is a magical place uh, to do that. And I've experienced that over the last couple of years just through the podcast. The majority mm -hmm. of my guests I've had on the show, I've never met in person, but we still stay in contact. We still check in on each other. I mean, last week I had like 10 text messages going with people I've had on the show that I've never met in person and we're checking on each other because that's what's happening is you're introducing yourself to someone for the first time. And in business, that's a really, really powerful thing. If, if you could say to a business, I can increase your reach by 20% next year, every single business is going to take that. And that is very doable through the power of social media. It's almost like we've taken this large world of humanity and shrunk it. And that's a really cool thing and a powerful thing. So, yes. Absolutely. Tell I, us. I, go ahead. I would say that social media, if you could get one thing out of this, is that social media is your digital handshake. Yeah, that's awesome. You've, uh, you've uh, trademarked that, correct? <laughs> no. <laughs> if not, you should look into that. The digital handshake. That's that's a video, girl. That is a video. Go do it right after the show. Go make that video. The digital handshake. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, tell people where they can reach you again. If they're a business and you've piqued their curiosity, where do they find you to maybe reach out and, and uh, take this conversation further? Well, uh, like I mentioned, my uh, website's really important. So yes, you can take a look at our website at uh, reactrepublic.com. Um, if you'd like to see some of my previous work and just my previous work, you can go to christycouture.com. That's C-R-Y-S-T-I. I know it's spelled a little funny. And then couture, C-O-U-T-U-R-E.com. Um, and you can see my entire portfolio I've done uh, some voiceovers in the past. It's been it's been a long time. I'd like to get back into that. I've done a lot of video work, photography work, website work, um, a lot of different work. So you can kind of see what I've done. But reactrepublic.com is is the principal place where anybody can request a consultation, a competitor report, anything like that. Awesome. Mm -hmm. And make sure you follow Christy on Instagram and Facebook, React Republic. Um, we want to make sure we start building her platform. That's a, a kind of something new that you're working on, I know. And we want our followers yeah. and listeners to make sure and go check that out. Hey, uh, friends, I know we do have a lot of people that listen that own businesses or maybe you have side work or maybe you're just trying to figure out what the heck to do with social media. Uh, make sure you reach out to Christy. I'm sure she would be willing to, to develop a plan for you uh, at, a, at a great price, at a, at a price that you're going to be willing to invest in. 
consider it an investment. And so make sure you reach out to her. And that's why we had her on the show. So, hey, Christy, anything else you want to say to all the people out there listening? Thank you. I want to say thank you, first of all, for uh, introducing yourself to me and myself to you and to, to the listeners. What else would you like to leave us with? Oh, my goodness. Um, well, you know, thank you very much for listening, like you just said. And, you know, I appreciate any follows that I received today. And just remember, you know, social media is just an extension of yourself. Um, you know, if you're very not sure where to start, you know, just ask a friend, hey, how do you perceive me? And that can be part of your persona. That could be part of your digital persona. It's like, okay, you know, um, this is who I'm going to be on social media, and this is my voice. And so just make that an extension of, of yourself. Gosh, that is a great way to end the show. Thank you so <laughs> much for that. Um, friends, thank you for listening, Christy. If you'll stay on the line, I'm going to finish uh, hit the finish recording button here, and you and I will chat for a second. So. Brothers and sisters, thanks for listening to The Mitch Gray Show. Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on any social media platform at mgraymedia, G-R-A-Y media. Um, yeah, and drop us a line. Let us know how the show impacted you, and we'll be back with another episode soon. Have a great day, and stay safe.